Hello and welcome to ATX Unscripted. I am Peter. And I am Nick. And we have a hell of an episode in store today, Nick. Sure do. One of my favorite, favorite topics. Date spots in Austin. Yes. Ooh, it's getting juicy. <laughs> it sure we're, is. We're really Squeeze getting Squeeze that lemon. Yeah, yeah. So I actually have some news to tell you, though, as an update here. Okay. Uh, our podcast is now on Apple Podcasting. That's right. And we are currently the number one podcast in social culture within Austin, Texas that's been created in the last month. Really? Oh, number yeah. one? Yeah. Number yeah. one? Yeah. We just edged out the podcast of Sounds of the Washing Machine. <laughs> Is that real? It's a pretty good one. It's a pretty good one. You know, you can hear it going between rinse cycle and dry cycle, and it's. Uh, it's I would bit, go to sleep to that. It sounds. It's, it's kind of an ASMR thing. thing. It's yeah? a tough competition. Yeah, okay. we we edged them out. You know, I think they had uh, ten listeners and we had twelve. So All right. every listener counts, guys. Man, can't wait for our award. Shout out to Paige for streaming this on three devices and getting our count up. Yeah. Yes. Three devices. Yeah. She's helping us get our cheddar, dude. <laughs> Thanks, Paige. Thanks, Paige. <laughs> Thanks for helping out. So today we're going to go through some of the best date spots in Austin, whether they be actual places or ideas. You guys oh, might like some of them, uh, you might not like some of them, but hey. At, like activities to do, you mean? It's a little bit of everything. Okay, okay. I a like little this. bit. Some dancing in there, I see. Oh yeah. Oh, let's just, let's just kind of jump into it, actually. But before, I'm going to ask you, Nick, what do you think makes for a good date? Ah. Uh, this is a great question. First of all, I do have to comment on how strapping, how smart you look, You Peter. do, too. Did you notice this? I'm wearing one of my favorite jackets. You YouTube viewers, you're getting quite quite a treat here. Yes. Seeing, uh, stressed up. Yeah, we're in, our, we're in our date clothes here. Date clothes. Ready to go. Want to go on a date tonight, bro? Double date it. Double <laughs> date it. DM us. DM us, girls. We need girls. Let's just go. Uh, what makes a good date? Okay. Um, first of all, me personally, I love being in any place with anyone where we can just laugh and goof around with the environment, whether it's a horrible movie or a fantastic meal, right? Nice. What makes a good date? Obviously, good company. There you go. Right? Right? Um, beyond that, a new experience, naturally, uh, something that is obviously of high quality. Oh. Um, it is very nice to go to a restaurant where like this is the absolute best uh, cacio e pepe or the absolute best oysters in town. Like it's kind of fun to, to go and try out the new best things that you can oh. find, right? You kind of show off your knowledge. Oh, I know this place. Certainly helpful mm. to make yourself look like you're a knowledgeable guy when in fact you just looked at Yelp ahead of time. <laughs> Indeed. You use Yelp. What do you think? What makes a good date? Uh, I like to have some activities. Okay. Something okay. else to do rather than just sit down and talk. Something to help kind of break the tension. So, you know, that could be like a, a bowling or, 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 or playing dart or something, playing pool. Something else to do rather than just sit there like this and be like, tell me about yourself. <laughs> Answer all my questions. <laughs> A teleprompter over her shoulder. Yeah, I think what yeah. kind of makes a bad date is like stuff where you don't have a conversation. So like, 
going to a movie maybe right away. Not always a great date. Yeah, it's got to be the right kind of person, right? Where mm-hmm. you're both going into it kind of like, you're like, I just want to relax with you and we can kind of eat popcorn together. It depends. So we'll kind of start off the list here. We've got some great suggestions here. Uh, first place on this list is going to Clark's for oysters and Mai Tais. Uh, love Clark's. Yeah. Love oysters. I know you, like you oysters? do. oysters? I don't. They're objectively disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. I, they're a slimy, gross thing that people slurp up. But you know what? People love them. And there's something like kind of, I guess, it gets people a little... Turned on sometimes. A little bit turned on. There's the zinc in them, which okay. makes them a natural aphrodisiac. Also, there's something about trying something just weird and gross together that is kind of it's fun. It's, it's a uh, yeah, unique experience. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're objectively disgusting, but I like them. <laughs> there's no way you can argue that an oyster, a raw, slimy thing from the sea, is not disgusting. It just is. Right. But I, I enjoy it. Yeah, I think Clark's is a cool place. It's got the patio there. Clark's is awesome. Yeah. They've got a great burger. Yeah. So we'll keep moving down the list here. This next one is a fun one to go to. Uh, Karaoke. In a karaoke (laughs) date, great places in Austin. Highball. Love Highball. Highball? This is a place that's connected to the Alamo Draft House on South South Lamar. Yeah. Uh, It it is connected to the Alamo Draft House. Yeah. You're right. And they've got these rooms, so you go in, it's a, it's a bar, and then you can reserve karaoke rooms upstairs. Which I've never been about, like a separate room or whatever, but I did it for my birthday a couple years ago. I was it there. It was amazing. It was yeah, great. Yeah. It was great. It was really great. And it's like, all the rooms there are themed, so it's like uh, different themes. Like, what was the room we were in? Was it like a, like a Halloween theme, or it was like zombies? I think it was. It was zombies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, so you can reserve a room there ahead of time and then show off your karaoke skills. Now, it was so much fun. I really enjoy karaoke. I am terrible at it. Yeah? Yeah. I think I've heard you sing. You're pretty good. No. No. You've got your own karaoke mic at home, don't you? Yeah. And I <laughs> Not fucking tear it up on that bad boy. Like, it's, it's her. I went on a karaoke date when I was in Japan because that's like the thing you do in Japan. Yeah, they it's love like going karaoke. Out for coffee there? Yes. Okay. Yes. And they take it rather seriously there. And <laughs> they're, you know, maybe their standards of singing are a little higher. And I remember I was singing songs and this girl would sing a song. And then I turned to her. I was like, So what do you think about my singing? And she looked at me. She goes, She goes, It's hard because you have no talent. <laughs> to listen to hard for you in life i didn't dive into it you know uh, i don't i don't there might have been a little bit lost in translation but i think i got what she was trying to say there <laughs> me too that's so funny so okay so renting a room that's okay it seems like it'd be kind of like weird high pressure for a date but it works out just fine well, and i think it's better than doing a date where you're doing karaoke in front of the whole bar yeah, that's kind of, that's a little bit yeah. much, depending on the person, especially. Right? Much. Now, if you've got a fantastic voice, obviously it's great to go to a bar in front of a ton of people and oh. belt it out. You just like casually just kind of like, oh, yeah. oh you want to go out for drinks? They want you there, you're like, oh, weird, they got karaoke. And you just throw up on stage and just <laughs> kill it, just Perfect. throw down a Dell and knock everything out. And, oh, funny, I happened to bring my guitar. Yeah, yeah, oh, Mr. Burgundy, you play jazz flute for us. <laughs> no, I can't. No, okay. 
I've seen that at karaoke bars, and people just just crush it, and and while their date sits there with their job, and it's a good move. Yeah, you got it. Flex it if you got it. Yeah, is that the saying? Yeah, I don't, but hey. Uh, so on that same note, trivia night. Mm-hmm. If you're more of an intelligent person, perhaps you really get down on some Jeopardy. Trivia night. Pff, that's a good date move right there. Yeah. It's interactive. You can still have some conversations. Uh, there's a, a organization in Austin called Geeks Who Drink, and they organize kind of the uh, trivia nights around. A lot of bars have them too. Uh, a number of them do. I think it's fun. Um, I'm okay at trivia. I'm not terrible at it. Yeah. But some of the people there, like who like read encyclopedias, I'm like, how do they know this? They know so much that they don't use in their daily life. This right. is their outlet. This is their outlet. Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. happy to have those date. Trivia nights. Totally. Now, this next one on the list here is such favorites in Austin. A great Austin date thing. And it's more unique to Austin. You wouldn't do this date. Well, I guess you could do it in other uh, states, but it's really more of an Austin uh, thing. It's more mainstream here as well, right? Yes. Yes. And what we're talking about is two stepping. Ooh, yeehaw! Yeehaw. It's pretty fun. Okay. It's a blast. It's so much fun. And, And it's one of those kind of like, if you're new to Austin, you gotta go two stepping. Get your your cowboy boots. You have to have boots for sure. You have to have boots to go two stepping properly. So it's kind of a fun thing. You go get your first pair of boots if you're moving here from New York City or California, and then you go out with some friends for two stepping, and it's great. To me, I would would have. It's it's like something out of a movie. So and I it's never easy gone. to do too. Yeah, it's even so if you're easy. a bad dancer. Yeah, easy. I mean, to do. you can get very good. It's yeah. hard to get good, but you can do it on your first try, right? Exactly. Uh, so there's been a couple. Like one closed down here in Austin. The yeah, one that we really dance across Texas. Dance or something. across Texas. Gone. That one Where, was fun. Yeah. What but, places are there now? So, assuming you know bars are reopening what they used to be, um, there's White Horse. And that's on East Side. It's on the East Side. And then Broken Spoke is still a really popular one. No down. After being open for like I don't know sixty years. Oh, they closed. Spoke closed. Yeah, so, which was quite a scene. Bummer. Some of these places may close due to quarantine. However, it's the same idea. There's going to be places to go two stepping. Yeah. So take that from uh, these podcasts, and you know maybe do a little Google check before you, you go there to make sure they're yeah, still absolutely. still still open and how make they're sure operating. Make sure it's not here. just takeout two stepping. Yeah. So on that same thing, another great kind of a date idea, salsa dancing. Salsa. Salsa dancing. That's been a classic since the 90s. Everyone loves salsa dancing. Exactly. Unless you suck at salsa dancing. It's harder. It is a little bit harder. You got to get into the groove. Get those hips a-moving. You got to move those hips around. You got to move them hips around. You got to kind of get into it. But it's fun. But you learn it after a little bit. Yeah. Girls love it. Oh, yeah. Obviously. Any kind of dancing, girls love. I, I would say it goes it goes over pretty well as long as they have some dance skills, you know. Yeah. You just go there and then you can throw show off those hip moves of yours. Those hip moves. <laughs> or or those tight pants. It's like a maraca. Yeah. <laughs> Twirl them around. <laughs> it's fun to kind of you can kind of just make up moves as you're salsa dancing as long as you stay as in long the, as, as long as you step. Hey hey. As long as you own it. Yeah. As long as you own it, really. As long as I you mean, own it. purists will look at you and, and realize you're a damn fool, but 
<laughs> Let's be honest here. We're salsa dancing. Everyone's accepted. We're all damn fools. Right. Yes. Now, another one you could do here, another date idea, as we're working through the list here, breweries. Now, the breweries are a little south of downtown. There's not breweries necessarily downtown. They're great for hanging out in Austin. Especially it's... more of a day kind of date. Yeah, totally. Totally. And, yes. and like a lot of these breweries, they have these great outdoor uh, hangout areas. Uh, uh, maybe all of them have food trucks, right? So yeah. it can be kind of a brewery food truck experience, whatever food truck you actually want to check out. Yeah. I kind of forget about those. Yeah, like, they're, all, they're all more like Southeast Austin, like uh, Last Stand Brewing and Jester King Brewery are two okay. popular ones. What's, what was the one we talked about the other day that's at the big outside area with the uh, games and everything that just opened up a huge outdoor oh. area? Barton Acres. Barton Acres. It is awesome. Pickleball courts. By the way, pickleball is amazing. Yeah. Uh, pickleball courts there. Outdoor bar. It's like this weird outdoor indoor bar where they have like garage doors. It's awesome. They did well that are setting that up. You know, other brewery I love is Lazarus on the east side. Ooh, okay. I haven't been there. They've got some great tacos and some great beer. So how picky about your beers are you? Oh... I'm not too picky anymore. It has to not suck. Yeah. That's where I draw the line. What about you? Let me move this. So we're getting a little more vocals. Um, I'm not too picky. Okay. I don't get as snobby like some people do. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not too picky. I'll try. I'll try. I like a good variety of yeah. beers. I love a flight. You like getting a flight? I like getting a flight. It's, it's kind of like I'm wine tasting, like three but I'm chugging beers. <laughs> it's totally exactly that. Chugging yeah. little mini beers one after another. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, other you could do is bowling. Kind of a classic date one. Bowling. Classic. What a classic. Yeah. 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 Dart bowl. I mean, you can't go wrong on a bowling date. It's fun. It's easy. No one can really do it. Yeah. Now, some bowling alleys are a little bit more cleaner and classier than others. Yeah. So you got to kind of make sure you pick the right one. Dart bowl is pretty good here in Austin. Um, now, this next one, I, I, this one was suggested, and I think it's kind of a good date idea, but I'll, I'll want your opinion on it. Okay. First Thursdays at South Congress Hotel. Yes, yes. This is a classic Austin activity. So it's a it's a very much a locals party on Thursdays. Yes. So I would say it's an amazing date for someone new that, um, particularly someone new to Austin. It's like you gotta check this out. This happens once a month. You see all these people. You yeah. can meet friends, or if you're ready to introduce someone to friends, you meet your friends there. Just go to the lobby bar for a drink, which is a little more chill then uh, the whole party, check it out, and then bounce somewhere else to South Congress. Yeah. Lots of options. Great start. Yeah, I agree. It is almost a little too many people sometimes, though. Oh, uh, yeah. And you will run into people you know there. Yes, this is true. So, so yeah. Heed caution. Heed caution. Exactly. Um, another great one. This isn't going to be the most... You don't get points for originality with this one, but speakeasies in Austin speakeasies. are just such a good vibe. There's so many great ones. Yes. Uh, some of them are really easy. And, of course, the ones that are kind of hard to find are always a good day. You got you got the text this month. And we're going to cool. do a whole podcast on secret bars in Austin. Yes, that's right. So okay. make sure y'all are subscribed. 
<laughs> I'm actually excited to do the research on it, right? Because you got to ask around. Oh, yeah. It's not just always common knowledge. You no, gotta, it's not. you got to know someone or know someone. I mean, some of these places are really small, so they just, by, by default, they can't have a large like following. Not many people can know about them. Exactly. Got to get on the but list. But just some good speakeasies in general. Firehouse Lounge is a great one. Where's uh, that? So that's that's off Dirty Six Street. Okay. It's in. It's also a hostel, firehouse hostel, I believe it is. And then they have the lounge, which is like downstairs. You walk down, and there's like a live band. It's maybe like fifty people that are usually in there. It's awesome. Yeah. Great cocktails. Yeah. Uh, Roosevelt Room. Love that place. Classy. Whoa, strong drinks. Very classy. Really strong drinks. Yeah. They've got a lot of really, really cool, crazy drinks. They'll serve like I don't know. Uh, a, a scotch you've never heard of in like a shoe and then the, with a the presentation the presentation is incredible like you know a, a jewelry box from the Titanic is one of their <laughs> they, they, they've got a lot of crazy things actually the girls would like I would assume um, if you are on a date and you're kind of like the vibe's kind of like let's just kind of get drunk <laughs> Yeah, it's a yeah, room. yeah. I want to have two place. drinks and be drunk. Yes, I'm going to Roosevelt. That's your room. spot. Yeah. yeah, the old fashions there. They get they get your buzz going. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I I, I remember I went there. I think I had four old fashions, and I woke up the next morning four. and I thought I was having a stroke. I was like, this isn't a hangover. This is a stroke. Four's not even a lot. No. It's like, how did this happen? Yeah, Roosevelt yeah. room. Sneaks up on you. Tiki bar is kind of fun. I don't know if that's still There's around. There's a tiki bar here? Yeah. Uh, it might not be around. Where was it? Not a lot of people were it? going there before quarantine. So Yikes. But it was a great date spot because you get these kind of fun tiki drinks and it was kind of out the way. Like you wouldn't run into other people you know. Tiki drinks are always so much fun. They're fun. Yeah. You can't have many of them because they're so sweet and loaded up and everything. But yep. they're fun. And they so kind, of, fun. kind of come with a little skull and the glass and everything like yep. that. Yep. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Um, and then Elephant Room is kind of a classic at Austin. That's on Conga Street. Okay. You go down into the basement. It's kind of like a jazz. Oh, yeah. Okay, you consider that a speakeasy? That's a good question, actually. Okay. Eh. Challenging lounge. the categorization. I guess if we're, it's yeah. a lounge. Yeah, it's okay. a lounge, isn't it? Okay. It's not I've never really been in there. I've walked by it. I've gone it's upstairs. It's more of a jazz. Yeah, jazz lounge. They play jazz in there, though. Oh, jazz yeah. is actually great. It's kind of chill. It's a little bit different for most people. Everyone kind of enjoys it. They forget jazz exists. It's like background music. Yeah. It's yeah. It's like good elevator music. Yeah, for the date. Yeah, yeah for the date. A little background music there. Um, so another one right down here. Ooh, Great spin. date spot here. Spin, which is a ping pong bar. Yes. So another example of... If you're really good at singing, take your date to uh, play some karaoke or you go to a karaoke place. If you're really good at ping pong, <laughs> go to spin. But regardless, anybody would love spin at least once, right? It's kind of a cool, weird, unexpected setup. It's not a bar that happens to have a ping pong table in the back that people like wait to play on. Yeah. The whole thing is ping pong. Oh, yeah. And there's yeah. some real good people there. Really good. You know, they hire, their staff is like former uh, Olympic ping pong players. I didn't know that. Yeah. Learning stuff. Learn, yeah. The more you know. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. And uh, it's a fun date activity. You know, you get a little competitive with the date. Maybe make some wagers on the on the uh, games there. Totally. And then, you know, when you get the chance and she solves, you know, laughs up on you. Flam! Yeah, you have to dominate your date any chance you get. 
if if she's you know not paying attention and kind of lobs one up, um, you gotta check her. <laughs> okay. In ping pong, yes. In ping pong, yeah. <laughs> uh, movies in the park in Austin is also a great date thing. That's usually like oh, Wednesday they or Thursday. Do that? Really? Yeah, right here on Auditorium Shores. Okay. They have an outdoor movie set up. You go there for kind of like sunset, mm-hmm. and then they play a movie. I went there. I saw Mean Girls. You bring a couple chairs and blankets. It's good times. That's awesome. Yep. Anybody would like that. Yeah. Additionally, they also do the Blues on the Green in Zilker Park. Okay. Which is kind of like a little mini free concert out in Zilker Park here. Great for dates. Okay. Yes. Great like for dates. It. You guys are getting so much information. Uh, moving down the list here. Wine tours. Love a good wine tour. Yeah. I don't good feel like it's a date. first date because it's kind of a longer date maybe. But I guess you can work for a first date. But in Fredericksburg, is that where all that's, of them are? That's where you go to the wineries, yeah. Okay. You can do okay. wine tastings at bars and restaurants in downtown, but if you want to go to a winery, which for wine tasting, yeah. you kind of do, yeah. right? Yeah. You go out to Fredericksburg, which is like, I don't know, 20 minutes outside of Boston? No, no. It's like over, a little over an hour. Oh, I was off. Yeah. A little over an hour. But it's a great spot. You can take a day trip to Fredericksburg with no plans and you yeah. kind of poke around there. You can have a loose plan to do some wine tasting or you can, I think you can call ahead and reserve some spots. Right. If it's someone you know well, it's a great overnight date as well. You can, right. you can uh, get a hotel or an Airbnb out there. You can go to, um, what's it called? Enchanted Rock. Oh. Which is amazing. Have you been to Enchanted Rock? I have not been to Enchanted Rock. I'm not so much the type of person that likes to go on these hikes they're called <laughs> I don't like to hike <laughs> <laughs> yes okay uh, but you enjoy this one and I'm like I ask people about it Enchanted Rock what is it and they're like well it's a big rock and I'm like, what, like what else and they're like no that's it and I went and it's a big rock <laughs> but it's actually <laughs> really incredible just literally just to see it is incredible. And then it is incredible to walk on a giant rock. It sounds boring. It sounds kind of weird, but it is, it's something to see. You should, if you live in Austin, you should absolutely go out to Enchanted Rock, yeah. take a little hike, even if you hate hiking, which I do, and then go down to Fredericksburg and, and quench that thirst. Wow. Flight of wine. Sounds like a date. Look at that. Wow. I do like hiking. And the next date idea is just go for a hike. Now, the thing with hiking in Texas is if it's hot, you got to go early. Yes. You cannot go for a hike at 2 or p.m. Or catch a sunset or whatever, but even still, that's going to be hot. Sunset's hot still that's here. That's true. It's yes. so hot here, like 6 p.m. it peaks. Even 9 p.m. is still hot in the yeah. summertime, right? Yeah. It's just the mornings. Yeah. The only time you're catching a little cool. So you got to do the mornings. My favorite time to hike is never. <laughs> Now, this next one on the list is if you really have want to ball out. Have you done this before? No. You're I haven't. Not. You see them going by all you the time. You see them going by. Yep. What we're talking about is the helicopter tour. Yes. I looked it up. There's actually a lot of great tours. And there's different price levels, too. Right. Right? Um, there's a quick one. There's a, there's a tour company near here. It's not too far out of town. I mean, what kind of makes it cool is Austin's got such a great, like, skyscraper and city line. So in a helicopter... It's got to look great. I haven't done it. Yeah. I get jealous when I see them rolling by here. I've seen, I've seen the companies that advertise me do them. If you really want to really impress. Yeah. They're going by all day downtown. Yeah. You see them going by. There's other tours, too. It's not just downtown. Um, 
It's just great activity. You yeah, do. save that one right. for a special date or anniversary. Special one, yeah. Not a first date. Nope. Can you imagine if you booked that all and the, and the first date just went terribly and you're just sitting there and you're like, so uh, I paid about $1,000 for this helicopter and then uh, the rosé and lunch was another 400 Oh, so, yeah. So uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need you to uh, Venmo me here. <laughs> First Seven, for stuff $700, like that happens please. all the time. You hear the stories, and it's not like it's a first date. But I've, I've, I've heard a lot of stories of extravagant first dates uh, from guys really trying to impress girls. And it usually makes for a good story. Mm, it does indeed. So next one on the list here. So I haven't done this, but they do a lot of them in Austin. I think you would love it. <sighs> Cooking class. I would love that. Yeah. You are right. Yeah, you are a good cook. <laughs> I, on the other hand, will burn a bowl of cereal. So, <laughs> you know what? Would you not even like doing a cooking class? I just I wouldn't be impressive. I I would be like, gotcha. I'd be like, huh? What? Where's the menu? How do I how do I order? Uh, <laughs> I gotta, this isn't like what? before. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. would be fun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, another so, one of those things. If you're good. Kitchen Underground does a good one. Frida's Kitchen here in Austin uh, as well. I'm going to have to look those up. Yeah, this is good information I'm getting. I'm going to start taking notes. Great information. <laughs> Make sure you subscribe for more great information. Smash that button. Smash that button. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here's kind of a, a one that I didn't necessarily think at first, but, but once I kind of uh, read into it, I was like, this is actually a great date for a lot of people. The Austin Central Library. It's really cool there. It's such a nice library. It really is. Yeah. If you were to rate libraries on a 1 out of 10 like rating, it's a 10. Yeah. I don't know where the books are in it, by the way. Yeah. It's like just media and, and places where you can study and meeting Literally rooms. Literally just the building itself, the architecture of it is worth a date. And I'm not like some architecture oh, yeah. fiend or anything. Oh, it's I, really cool. I remember I drove by with a friend and they looked at this building. They didn't know it was a library. They're like, oh, wow, look at that condo building. I want to live there. It looks luxurious. <laughs> like, that's our <laughs> library. <laughs> they went all out. It's yeah. got multiple floors. It's great for studying or working from as well. Awesome. They got a rooftop too. Yeah. Outdoor and rooftop areas where you get a view. It's right on the water. It's really cool. And it, and it's pretty central to a lot of things, too. So yeah. it can be kind of like one of the many activities on your date, which, by the way, is a nice overarching date style. Do uh, all these little activities, The right? multiple stop dates. The multiple stops. Like many dates all in one. Yeah. All of a sudden, you know, one date turns into two. You yeah. know, things are going great. You guys are advancing. Yes. Making that love connection happen. <laughs> yes. At the library. At the library. So if you are into the books, the library's great. And if you're not, they've got great media there. They've yeah. got music. They've got magazines. And it's just overall a cool experience. It's almost like a museum in a way. I mean, in that you can see like different areas in like 3D printing and just like poke around and see the building. Yeah. Now, I don't have museums on this list here. I don't know. I mean, the Austin, they have Texas State Museum, but I don't think those are date museums. I don't know. I haven't been to them. There's some art showing, which would be good dates, but not necessarily museums yeah. that would made this list. But you know what? That's, you it's guys, a classic date. Feel free to suggest a good museum if we yeah. missed it. Yeah. Um, also on the list here, the Austin Flea Market. It's always kind of fun going to an outdoor Where's market. That? You don't mean the farmer's market. Both are good. Farmer's market's fantastic. Farmer's market's fantastic. You get to go and you get to sample food, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's quite an experience. It's quite an experience. Keep both on your list, guys. 
And then another one we have here Ooh. is the escape room. Yes, this could make or break a couple early on it as kinda well. It kind of tests your skills. It kind of does, like right? Like, how well do we work together? If if you're on a date, guy or girl, uh, either way, who, who no matter who you're with, if you see someone in a stressful situation and they like can't quite figure out something that's kind of obvious, it's not a turn on. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's not going well. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, you automatically, you can't help but think like, what if we were, you go back to your caveman mind, like what if we were actually in a tough situation and this person couldn't figure out how to smash this, you know, this nut with a rock. This isn't going to work. This isn't going to work. This isn't going to work. We're never going to get out of this room. Nut smasher. Yeah. No. (laughs) So those are our top places. Now we move on to the part of the podcast we call the hypothetical questions. Ooh, and you've got some that are good for asking on your date. Correct. Too, right? So usually we do this part, and like last week we talked about fast food restaurants, and the hypothetical questions were about fast food, like how many burgers did you eat in one sitting and so on. These ones are going to be questions you would use on your date, because you got to have some good conversation. Yep. Got to have some conversation your dates, right? So... Particularly useful on early dates when it's a little bit hard to know where to take the conversation. Yeah, you don't want to ask all the boring questions either. Where are you from? What do you do? You get that out the way. You ask some fun questions, right? Here's one, Nick. I'm going to ask you. Okay. Since we're on a little podcast date right here. (laughs) So, how about this? If you you found a book Mm -hmm. and you began to read this book and the first ten chapters were everything that's happened up into your life, up until now. There's 10 chapters left. Would you read the remaining 10 chapters? Oh. Well, yes, of course. So you want to know. You want to know how this story plays out. Oh, that's what you mean. So, like, like you, I get to read about my future? Yeah. I mean, you, you, you picked up this book, and all of a sudden, it has everything documented of your life oh, up man. until now. And then you get halfway through it, and you're like, it's present day. And then do you keep reading? Oh, this strikes you hard, right at your core. It certainly does. I, I said yes before, but I didn't understand the question. The answer, I think, is no for me. Mm. I don't know. I want, to, I want uh, to actively every day know I'm writing that book. I'm putting another page in that uh, new chapter, right? Certainly. And knowing it is just a little, I don't know, a little bit weird. What about you? You know, at first I was, I, I'm thinking about this question and I'm like, no, I want to experience life and all the risks that come with it. However, if it was like, hey, next week you're going to get in a car crash, I might want to know that information. Like maybe I could prevent that. Oh, so you can prevent things now. Well, you don't know. You just found a book. You this don't, is a you real don't, Doc Brown situation you don't know. back to the future. You don't know. Mm-mm, you don't know. No, well, okay. There's no so, rules. There's no, there's no Jumanji. All you know is you read... 10 chapters, it yeah. completely matched your life, right. and there's 10 more, right? Yeah. You don't and know. There's no... There's no There's no instruction book. No instruction book. There's no genie uh, kind this of out of the bottle. This is a mindfuck, no. this question. Why well, I know. Man, I'm going to have to sit and think about this. I'm going to have, you know, dreams and nightmares about it, maybe. Yeah. So, look at that. A little good Holy conversation moly. to get going. Here's another one I'll ask you, Nick. Okay. If you were really a robot, would you want to know... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I am. Maybe you are. Maybe we all are. Yeah. Well, we, uh, uh, what I want to know. Uh-oh. He's glitching. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 what, 
we all are technically robots. We're all they so they call it software, right? Which is everyone knows software. Hardware is the stuff that software is running on. We are wetware. Oh, they call it wetware, right? That's kind of gross, but all right. It's kind of gross, but biological machines, biological processing machines, are called wetware. We are robots. We just our substrate is biology, mm. right? That as an- far as we can tell in this current existence or simulation. Oh, that answer would kill it on a nerdy date, Nick. You mm. would just be like, oh, talk tech to me. Yeah, talk her glasses would fall off of her face <laughs> right into her pasta. <laughs> <laughs> talk tech to me. Talk tech to me. So S- sweating into food. <laughs> well, technically, hold on, waiter. Not finished. Okay. What do you think? What do we, would you want to know if you're a robot? No, it'd be heartbreaking. Really? Yeah, I, yeah. I'd rather be just ignorance is bliss. I'd rather not know. I feel like, I don't know. I accept you, no matter what you are, if you're a robot. But if, what if no one else is robots? You're the only robot. Yeah, but that's also kind of cool. But also really lonely that's, and depressing. Okay, that's a good point. You could use it to your advantage yeah. and you know, be like, I'm a robot and yeah. I, I can compute numbers quickly. Yeah. You, yeah, I guess... How about this? What if you found out your best friend's a robot and nobody else knows? Like, would you act differently? Would you tell people? Are you trying to tell me something here, Nick? <laughs> Maybe. What if I were a robot? You just found out. I'm like, Peter, I got to tell you something. And you're like, what? Like, you know, uh, it's some normal human secret. And I'm like, uh, I'm a robot. And I've been a robot the whole time. Ooh. Man. All right. Last one on the list here for hypotheticals. If you owned a bar, what would it look like? Ooh. I think it's a fun question because everyone has kind of thought about, oh, I, what would I, if I owned a bar or restaurant? Everyone's kind of, when you go to a restaurant, you kind of process that in your mind a little bit, right? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I heard one of the best bar ideas from a friend I think it was like 20 years ago and he was like don't tell anybody but the statute of limitations has to be, been, be up by now yeah he you called can tell. it he called it the, it's for the podcast for the good of the podcast uh, the launching pad was the name of it and it had live video streams from every other bar that you might want to go to to see where all the activities oh that's at. a great idea that's a great idea right that's a great idea I want to go to that bar yeah it's a great starter bar obviously so yeah, you get to see if other bars have lines, if it's packed. Yeah. Now that would mean every bar would have to participate in having cameras outside of there, and I don't think they want. This that. is true. I, I found a problem with this idea. Yeah, yeah, but I great want it to exist. Great concept. Right. Right. Great concept. What about you? You just fly a drone outside the bar without them asking. Yeah. 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 Why not? Yeah. Just use cell phones. I would do a karaoke bar. <laughs> and I drive away at all of our customers by going up there and <laughs> trying to sing. You show up and you look at the list and it's just all Peter Smith <laughs> the whole way down. I know. Here's you. I would let people sign up. <laughs> but nobody gets called. And then I would just would cut the line, the queue, <laughs> and then I just would keep singing and going. And they'd be like waiting. They're like, oh, I think I'm next. I think I'm next. <laughs> I think, Every night it would be new people. I think I'm next. Why do you yeah. keep singing? Oh, he's doing another one? Yeah. Oh, fuck. I can't listen to this guy anymore. <laughs> and I, just would, I would keep just fucking just tearing it up. Just You're going to have to go on tour. People are going to catch on. City <laughs> you know, to city. You know what's funny about that? I feel like that has happened to me at karaoke bars 
Where the owner walks up to sing? The regulars or the owners all of a sudden somehow let their ins yeah. get in and then they just keep going. That's kind of funny. That's like standing outside of a bar, right? To get in, the regulars, the people. They, they cut the queue. They, they cut the queue, but doing that to sing karaoke, it's extra mean. Yeah. 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 Oh, I got, a, I got a hypothetical question. Do you now? Um, love this question. I have, I've asked a lot of people. If you had to own a farm animal, mm. With your current living situation, you're living in an apartment, whatever it may be. Oh, my one bedroom. Yes. What farm animal? Alpaca. Alpaca. <laughs> it's a great answer. Dude. I think it's actually a common answer. I got I got 800 square feet, bro. Me and that alpaca are going to be hanging out. Man, yeah. You know what? You uh, shear some of that uh, wool, it's going to be chipping in on the rent. Oh, alpaca fur is so comfy. I might just people love alpaca. I might just not even have a mattress and just put that. Can you imagine walking your alpaca? On the alpaca. <laughs> Can you imagine walking your alpaca downtown? Uh, imagine walking to someone's small one bedroom apartment. There'll be an alpaca <laughs> out the door. You can take it to work. Yeah, that would enrich in your life. I greatly. think so. What about you? Would you have an ostrich? <laughs> an ostrich would be fun for about five minutes. Terrifying. Terrifying. They're scary birds. I have a fear of ostriches. Yeah. Really? I don't know. Yeah. Don't you? Yeah. They're gross. Yeah. I never thought about it. I don't want to meet an ostrich face are they, to face. Are they violent? I, I think they swing that head around. They'll get you. I think they kick you. Really? I have no idea. And they're so unusual. Their body shape. It's things here and there. Creepy. I don't know. If, if it yeah. gets, you know, if it threatens me, I don't know what to do. Think, what do I grab? Then you could win a fight versus... This is a great question. I think I could, but I think I'd take some blows. Yeah. Oh, you would, de- you would definitely get scraped up. Yeah. I'd like a pig, I think. A pig in the apartment? I think so. A baby pig? Well, obviously, the smaller the better, but if you had a big, fat, 900-pound pig in your place, you'd hate it, but you would... That, that, that it's in there, but you'd also love it. Yeah. Like a big, fat pig walking around. It would be cool. I mean, so they don't stay small, right? They like people buy baby pigs and they get huge. Like, yeah, they don't. Stay there are small. some small ones, but there's stories of people buying small ones that are supposed to be dwarf pigs or whatever, and then they get gigantic. Right, because they do look adorable when they're a little, like a little, like, uh, little yeah. puppy kind of cuteness going yeah. on there. Yeah, yeah. Right. But yeah, so uh, next week, tune in, and we're, Nick's gonna get a uh, hog, and I'm gonna get an alpaca, and we'll uh, <laughs> we'll do it for we'll, a week. We'll have them on. Well, yeah, yeah, we'll do it for a week. See what happens. <laughs> We might have to. Just come back scarred up. <laughs> this was a bad idea. I'll do it. Pigs, pigs easier than alpaca. Sorry, buddy. Pigs are easier than alpaca. So, guys, we'll wrap up right now. What are we doing next spots. time? What's the next topic? We've got a couple in the works here if you guys okay. are excited about. All right? We do have the secret bars. Yes. Okay. We're going to do one on tacos in Austin. Awesome. We're going to do pizza. Oh, we are doing pizza. Pizza. And queso. My mind's already exploding with places. Okay. That's so it. make sure you tune into the next one. Smash that button. Smash that button. And on Instagram, ATX Unscripted. Mm-hmm. We got that bad boy going as well, guys. Yep. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you on the next one. Bye-bye.